Ladies, welcome back, ladies and gents, gentlemen, gentle folk, and all those crazy crack dads out there. This is the Midnight Special. Yes, and moms and dads. Yes, and kids and brothers and sisters, and all the other pronouns, prone proverbs, and and minotaur people. Yes, welcome back to the magical mandatory Midnight Special. (laughs) See now you're workshopping. I'm workshopping. Hey, magical mandatory. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like it. This is a good night for the midnight special. Good week, man. This week was really nice. A good weekend. Mm, it was. Yeah, it was sunny it was and nice. and uh, we had a good time this past weekend. You guys had a good yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did have a good time. Yeah, we went down. To we the went down to the beach. Oh, yeah. We raced across yeah. the 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 beach. We, mm. we saw someone get proposed Dude, to. Dude, we saw a, a cu- we saw a couple get engaged. Getting engaged. There, the were, candles there were candles on the beach. On the sand. And I was like, is somebody getting engaged? And they were like, no, I think they're just doing photos. And then the guy walks out and gets down on one knee, and we were right there, and we're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like Friggin it's like we're like we we, we we start we we get ready. We're like starting to yell, and Joe's like, "Shut up, shut up, shut up!" No, he, she hadn't even probably asked the question yet, and she, already Wyatt's out there going like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. good for you, man." <laughs> Which yeah, you shut me down, and then we waited for a while. You gotta wait till he stands up he and they stands hug and up kiss, and, they hug, then and then say, we were yeah. straight. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations! I jumped, I jumped the gun a little. You bit. jumped the gun a little. You were excited. He was like, "He's got one knee. Heck yes, yes." I was a little high on life. <laughs> you were night. really, yeah. Heck yeah, man. So, uh, what was so special about the weekend for you, Joshua? Um, I mean, the weekend, I, I we went down to the beach. I was real. It was uh, real busy, you know, growing mustaches and what. So, just the weekend was like, or just the beach was the best thing about the weekend. I mean, Is that like, cause you I don't know, Sunday kind of slow. It was slow. It was slow. But I made my. Uh, I got to catch up preps. on some of my some of my shows. I need mm. to do that too. Because I find myself in the morning, like, really just, yeah. right? I, I yeah. make my coffee, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got to make food, mm-hmm. too. And I and I know it's just, it's something simple, right? But. <laughs> Apparently, <yeah>. people want <laughs> us to, why to do this thing? Why it just, we record, I guess we can promote this. Go ahead. Instagram live stories. Yeah. So on Instagram live. What'd you um, tell them? Why? I and what are we doing? I announced that if we hit 500 <laughs> subscribers on our main YouTube channel, WiseWorks Podcast, I'll dye my hair pink. I'll do it. Well, I don't know time, if that's a though. good idea, though, bro. Why? I, I'm just like you're I'll the one. You're you. the one out here always telling me to live life, take risks, right? It's not. I don't think but it's a pink. Bad. Pink. But pink. 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 You're gonna uh, look like freaking ninja, Joseph. But do you realize colors that seven, bright are out of your hair in like a week? Yeah, because you we be wash bad. them, they 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 come out of your hair pretty quick. Yeah, it won't be bad. Hmm. It'll be. I'm telling you, it won't be neon pink. It'll be a soft pink. But soft you're pink. not gonna do it unless we get five five hundred subscribers. subscribers. So 
And it really, honestly, needs to happen before we take our next break. Which is in May. Which yeah. is in May. Like, like Halfway through May. I think the second or third the week wedding weekend is when we take a break. You know, if it happens in a, a, a little bit after that, I'll do it then, too. What do you guys think no, is I a think reasonable deadline. Like, uh, projection for what kind of people will be following us by the end, by of, the the end year? of the year? What kind of I people? I would like a thousand. Like, not only, like, okay, so I don't necessarily want to think about people in numbers. Yeah. You know? Like, like what kind of people? Yeah. For a lot of crazy crack dads, probably. probably. I mean, I would hope people who like to have fun. Yeah. People yeah. that enjoy entertainment. People that enjoy us. Yeah. Because I've never thought of myself as a brand. But, mm. you know, you almost have to sell yourself as a brand. Yeah. Why? For sure you Sometimes do. you got to I mean, sell yourself. You, you're unique. You got that Jew thing going on. It's not <laughs> oh a Jew thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm talking about the Jew hair. <laughs> it's <laughs> not. It, my curls are much it's looser. Not. It's not. <laughs> my curls are loose. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, Hi. But, okay, yeah, uh, we're not going to call Wyatt's hair the Jew hair. It's not, you know, it's not Jewish hair. I mean, it is, I, I've seen some Jewish people with hair like mine, but it's not your, you know, the one you're thinking of. Yeah. Like, the, like the, the afro that some guys can grow. You know, I've gotten this tagline at work. People, you talk about work too much on this podcast, man. None of us, none of, none of the rest of us talk about well, our apparently work. Apparently you guys don't like your work. No, we love, love our work. work. You guys, uh, we just don't talk about it. Oh, well, oh, no, listen to this. This has nothing to do with work. It's just a thing I do at work. Okay. I always, people always joke saying I'm really white. And I mean, well, you they're guys not joking. Joke. joke. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty they're white. Just I'm pretty white. <laughs> they're just like, um, hey, bro, you white. It's concerning. So I jokingly said, you just don't understand this clear life. And they're like, I'm clear, is what yeah. I said. So I've got this tagline when I do something weird. They're like, what? And I'm like, you just don't understand the this clear, clear life. life. The, the clear, clear life. life. Yeah, because you're, you're translucent. <laughs> I'm white. And we can see your I'm veins. not white. I'm clear. Clear, yeah. Well, you <laughs> Because be you can't say, me. you can't go out there and say, you know, what you know about being white, <laughs> right? It's yeah, clear white, life. white, white, right? No, clear, the clear, joke, clear. the joke is that you're so white, yeah, right? That clear. you're clear, yeah. Which is funny. Or if like someone says something that I don't understand, because you know I'm just that homeschooled, sheltered uh, white boy, <laughs> white boy. Yeah, I, I'm like you're the worst of the batch. Like, I'm just I don't understand this. I'm part of the clear life. Clear life. I got that clear life. Clear life. I love everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I've noticed about growing up as a, you know, at being an adult uh -huh. after being a homeschooler? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think, I think people who go to public school are are much more anxious than we are. Uh, I think they're incredibly anxious. Okay. I, how about this? I mean, I understand. <clears throat> yeah. I understand too, to an extent. I think we might have a, a uh, false sense of security. <laughs> In the things we say and yeah. how we see life. No, uh, you I don't think so. What do you mean, false sense of security? I think we, uh, I think we haven't been pushed around by strangers enough. Yeah, I agree. I think no, we need, to, we need to, We get pushed around by people we know. People no, we've grown up. With. I think we lucked out because high school fosters a place to be pushed around by other people, but adult life, not as much. 
It just depends on what. what it, part I mean, it of depends on life. the environment. In 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 college, yeah, you can definitely get pushed around. I don't know by your professors, by you know other students. But I, I mean, for the most part, I think uh, you know. What are you gonna do if like one day we become a larger podcast, and all of a sudden someone randomly decides, hey, we're gonna have beef with the WiseWorks podcast <laughs> for no reason, and we're just gonna are we gonna ignore them? Are we gonna push back? Yeah. What do we do? I mean. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? Maybe they'll say like, hey, they kept saying Jew hair that was one <laughs> episodes. And like, Jew that's, that's cancel worthy. We should do that. And then you just acknowledge it and be like, know. yep, we said that. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I mean, we weren't being insulting towards anybody. No, we just right? saying there's a, there's a hairstyle. There's a, it's a, there's a genetic hair thing. Yeah. Right. And why why it doesn't and i it. don't have it <laughs> not that i wouldn't want it i think i could rock it the jew hair yeah um i mean you maybe playing. it's josh's way of saying jew hair yeah <laughs> i think josh that's the thing. Jew every hair. time josh says canceled. jew hair i, I like you cringe like cringe a little bit josh goes jew hair jew hair jew <laughs> hair <laughs> and it's, i'm like Ooh. it's it's hair grown by people of jewish descent okay okay They're okay jewish people well, I, 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 uh, I don't know. Maybe I just am jealous of the curls because I got that Italian straight hair. Uh, Italians have curly hair. Don't call straight what you thin hair. hair. <laughs> then, okay. Then, then probably German hair. Yeah. I don't know. Germ German. Well, you pretty see straight. all the mobsters in the mob movies, right? They got that straight hair and they slick it back. No, mm. they got curly hair that they got all greased up and slicked back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they did, man. Italians have a uh, some. A lot of Italians have. A wavy, curly bent to it. Bent. I to do kind of wish I had your hair. What? I think it's wasted on you. I don't. I want think your hair, hair is wasted on you. Yours is wasted. All right, guys, we settled it. Trade hair. What am I supposed Wait, why to do? Am my hair okay, wasted? what am I supposed to do with my hair? Tell me what. What am I? What would you do with it? <laughs> okay. Hmm. Shave uh, the sides. Dye it pink. Shave the no. Shave the sides. Fifty percent of that. Keep the top pretty curly. Mm -hmm. Not like a fro, but it's like a like a straight uh throw it away you know i understand what throw. you're saying i understand what you're saying mm -hmm. but the trend nowadays is shaved sides and lots of curls on top yeah that's how the douchebags wear their hair yeah. they and they wear their See, hoodies that's your problem right and they there. wear their hoodies halfway up and they're like ah, ha, ha, ah, ha, ha, ha. they rub their nose yeah. and their cheeks a lot they see i think their that's your problem hand. though wyatt you you say my hair is being wasted on me but if you had my hair you would just be like, nah, I don't want to wear it that way. That's I'd, where the douchebags wear it. No, I'd grow it out and look like Aquaman. Joshua had long hair at one time. I had a lady call me Aquaman. For real? Do you want Joshua's call me discount hair, Aquaman. <laughs> discount <laughs> Aquaman. No, no, no. Actually, no. I'm <laughs> sorry. She didn't say it. She didn't say it. She said, she said, with your uh, Jason Momoa looking, you know, face. And I was like, oh, Jason Momoa. And, and of course, Luke was sitting beside me. We're at a restaurant. He goes, yeah, Walmart brand Jason Momoa. <laughs> and I was like, shut up. <laughs> I shut just up. got the biggest compliment and the hardest burn. Yeah. That was when in I the had, same moment. That was when I had my long hair. Yeah. I mean, good. I had long hair. I'm growing You're just trying now. to get your hair longer again. Yeah. yeah. You eh, shouldn't have cut it. Down. I don't know. Let it go. I don't know. I don't want to let it go. You have no let idea. I know it's a struggle. I don't know to what level of struggle in the no, same way yeah, that I would say bad. I understand a pregnant woman's pain. Wait, you understand a pregnant woman's pain? You're not listening. I to do. Me. 
I, <laughs> I said, <laughs> That's gonna get I'm not chain, going to say I understand Wyatt's hair issues Yeah. in the same way that I would say I understand a pregnant woman's pain because I had maybe a bloated tongue or <laughs> in some cases chafed nipples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't really understand the full extent of it. You just ex- you just kind of understand a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. He, well, see, I, it's I, like, I don't hear that. It's like I can't fix that. The problem is it gets it got really long, mm-hmm. right? Almost to my shoulders, mm-hmm. right? My, my shoulders. And um but that was that was pulled out all the way. It curled yeah. completely extended, right? Yeah. Um and it just it every time I put it up, it gave me a headache. Uh mm. you know. Because my hair goes so many different directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the hair can give you a headache. Mm-hmm. I bet you there's some some women listening to this that could give White some tips on how to do it correctly. And, but I, you know, you see women put their hair up in ponytails, yep. and it's like they're like pulling on their forehead. It's yeah, it's I feel tight. like okay, I'm like ow. All right, send us a DM with your tips, and if your tip is just going to say beauty is pain, then we'll accept that, and I'll just tell White to get over it. Yeah. I have a solution for you, but what? it's not for a podcast. I'll tell you off the podcast. Well, it was like it was like I w- I wanted to put it back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wanted to rock that Henry Cavill from The Witcher look, right? Oh, yeah. Um, it just it was never long enough. See, or I the think, John uh, Snow, if, maybe more closer to your style. Yeah. If you want that look, I think the the first step to that look is starting to work out. Hey, Henry Cavill, John Snow. <laughs> hey, have you I don't seen need to work the, out to look like no, that. No, the, 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 the Witcher guy, dude, that guy's yeah. huge. He he was big when he played Superman. Superman, yeah. But then when he played the Witcher character, he got huge. Like, well, I want to do really some big. sort of gym routine, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just every time I get home, I'm like, I want to yeah. lay down. <sighs> Working right. out is a struggle, man. But I think if I put aside just like 30 minutes. If I just put away, put aside my childish ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would be able to do things 30 minutes, beyond man. the extraordinary. Well, I, w- I would like to run for at least 30 minutes a day. But yeah. <clears throat> That's something like that. 30 minutes is a, is a while, actually. You'll run for 15 minutes. You'll be dead tired. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> and you'll be like, I still have. I know. I'm I've only done halfway it. there. Well, I was doing for a while. I was doing like an hour workout, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, I'm just gonna run. Mm-hmm. No, nope. I was I was 30 minutes in, and I was like, I'm done. I'm going home. I'm beyond done at this yeah. point. I was done at 10 minutes. Um, 30 second stories. 30 second oh, stories. Yeah. I, <laughs> I have topics. Was, yes, sir. It's still pulling over from. Our Instagram lives. Yeah, so go join us there. Join us there on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. But I haven't pulled up here. Yeah, but it's not your turn. Here you go. You pick. Okay. Wyatt's gonna pick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Who's going first? I went first last week. Then Joe will go first. Hmm. Hmm. I will go first. I will go first. I'm getting out uh, the timer. I don't know why. Uh, I'll give you. Uh, you got the timer, Joshua. Yes. Yep. Ready. Uh, loves cheese, but hates the word cheddar. <laughs> it's kind of like white cereal. 
You hate no. cereal. Go. So there's an Italian name, uh, Italian man named Cheddar. Um, he is obsessed with cheeses, very obsessed with cheeses. Um, but he wasn't. He doesn't love his naturally born given or birth name, essentially Cheddar. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes around the world to every tells everyone his name is uh, Alfred but they don't want to hear it. So um, it's pretty much a story that about him trying to get over the fact that he hates his name Cheddar, but he loves cheese. That's not Italian. That's done. Friggin' and travel. What? Hates the cheese, but Cheddar? I was working at 30 seconds. <laughs> so he hates his name, he which hates is the his, word Cheddar. Which okay. is the word, no, which is the word Cheddar. Yeah. Okay. A small spin. Yeah, I All like right, Josh, it. you try to outdo it. Uh, this one says, Men's Warehouse. Oh, no. Don't, so don't, no, no, don't. That's not, that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> it's that's a, not it. Go. Me, it says men's warehouse. <laughs> go. Right. That's not one that was suggested. That's a self note. I, 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 my brain's going one way, but I know I can't take it that way. Um, men's warehouse. Go. Okay. There's a warehouse. It's a secret warehouse that only men know about, and it's a place you go. It's kind of like Fight Club, fight club but it's not for fighting. It's for. For people who like to um, cook nice, fancy sandwiches, and when they're making these sandwiches, these men <laughs> they it, they go to this warehouse because they have to be secret about their sandwiches, like their you know cucumber sandwiches, okay. and then Stop. they're like, <laughs> you, "You ended with cucumber sandwiches." <laughs> Hold on, why you want to do one? Since these are suggestions from the fans. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. <laughs> I was like scrolling up and I'm like, ooh, men's warehouse. <laughs> that was Wait a, a self second. note. That's a place. All right. Let's see. What do you find? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <sighs> Crunchy pudding. Ooh. And a pair of pears. Pair of pears. Sticking to the food, food groups. Mm. And go. So we open up on a countertop, right? Mm-hmm. And the main character's name is Crunchy. <laughs> he's a pudding, right? And he's got his best friends and their pairs. And they decide to go on an adventure to find out where all their friends have gone. And they they go and they find them in the baby's room, and what? They, they've been in a chewed on, and and they have to save them. I think this is went. It's called weird. crunchy pudding. <laughs> <in a laughs> Stop. <pair of> crunchy <laughs> pudding in a pair of pears. They, it, I like the op- it opens on a countertop. It opens on a countertop, <laughs> like every Veggie Tales. Yeah, like a Veggie Tales man. You know how long it took me to realize that as a kid. That they were on a countertop. Really? Oh, for him. <laughs> yeah. oh man. What a setting. What a setting. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Hey, guys. It's so set. we want to talk a little bit, delve into an idea that's actually kind of, we've all seen it. We've all noticed it. We have. We've all experienced it felt emotionally. It. We've Touched all felt it. it. I don't know about touching, okay. but maybe. I don't know everyone's life experiences. We're going to be talking and answering the question how do filmmakers answer capture audiences 
attention. How do you uh, feel that? Touch that? I, that's why I said I don't know everyone's experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I think most people have felt their attention being captured by a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think most people have. Yeah. Um, and so we want to talk through a little bit today about different methods that filmmakers might capture their attention um, through simple tricks such as choices of Psych- shots. Yeah, psychology. Um, psychology, yeah. Uh, editing, yeah. pacing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what's actually being shown on screen, you know, yeah. if it's tender, if it's violent. Sometimes, it, yeah, just a complete tonal shift. There are so many, there's so many tricks, and we're going to go through some of those. Um, and maybe we'll be able to kind of summarize this, this, this question mm-hmm. with maybe a sentence or two answer by the end of this. We'll see. We'll see. We'll I think see. there's I think there's multiple answers. Yeah. There's multiple answers, but maybe we can give a broad answer that kind of covers our bases. Okay. You know what I mean? I got you. It's a it's a task for us to try to figure out if we can do. Yeah. Uh, where do you want to start? Do you have a do you have a specific moment you're thinking <clears throat> about or a or a scene or let's talk about what we mentioned that you brought up, Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Um, in a Christopher Nolan film, I believe it's Interstellar. Interstellar's Christopher Nolan, right? No. Who yes, did? it is. Yeah, it is. Yes? I think so. Let me... Hey, Let's, Siri. Yeah. Who directed Interstellar? Which one? I found fun. Interstellar was directed by Christopher Nolan. Christopher okay. Nolan. Yep. Sorry, everybody whose phones turned on when I said that. <laughs> um, but... We got our answer. So, Christopher Nolan, he did something in Interstellar mm-hmm. where the spaceship rumbling, it's intense, everything's shaking, rockets going into space, and then all of a sudden they reach space and it's silent. Yeah, it's just silent. That captures your attention, and that comes with audio. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how they mixed audio is attention-grabbing because... Yeah. It, it pulls your attention in with the loud, unnerving, very, like, you can't you can't pay attention to anything else except for this. If someone's talking to you in the theater or in your room or in your living room, when you're at home, you got it up kind of loud, all of a sudden, you can't talk to anyone. Like, it's blocking out everything because it's so loud. Um, well, movie trailers... Do the same do thing. Do the same thing. And it's it, you remember how annoying it was for a little while. There was a few years where the movie trailers for the action movies was like, BOOM! BOOM! Hated it. Yeah. Now it's, I mean, in all the, um, like, Marvel movie trailers or the Avengers trailers, mm-hmm. it's always like a, doom, Right? You understand? Mm-hmm. You know when they, yep, yep. kind of, when they switch scenes, it's like a, doom. I feel like that's a trailer made for people who are already invested, though. Yeah. You know? You yeah. got to grab their attention. Okay, so right off the bat, I'm already discovering something, which I haven't thought about previously, is there has to be something that blocks everything out to pull your attention in, and then what is the closing? Mm-hmm. What is the prestige, might we say, to the act of grabbing the audience's attention and you holding You have to give it. them something. You have to give them something. For the example from Miller Stellar, you give them space silence. 
Yeah. Um, something I've always noticed for people who don't like heights or, yeah, heights. Um, Tom Cruise does a lot of this, especially with like Mission Impossible, where he goes up and he's in a plane and it's people are very fearful because it's very high, even mm-hmm. though they're not going to fall out, fall mm-hmm. off the plane or out of the plane or off the cliff or whatever. But for some reason, we get so captured in the moment because of the fear of yeah that. So that's something that captures you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, when you're looking at so Tom I guess Cruise, encapsulate what I'm saying is uh, playing on someone's fear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So playing on someone's fear is a or big way. That's, that's a lot of what horror films do. Yeah. Um, yeah if like you get arachnophobia spiders what about that you know that one phobia that one uh uh, hippopotamus phobia yeah that one (laughs) yeah that's the fear of long words yeah that's cruel (laughs) isn't it i love it (laughs) say it again (laughs) hippopotamus phobia that is a cruel thing to do i've never said that word before hippopotamus crochemus the cracker (laughs) and uh clear life (laughs) and uh phobia phobia yeah oh gosh (laughs) yeah that's mean. It's funny though. It's mean though. <laughs> um, I would say there's a there's a level when it comes to capturing attention with fear, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because if you if you dive too deep into the arachnophobia spider thing, mm-hmm. well then at some point the people who truly are really afraid are just not gonna they're not even gonna bother. Right. You know, um, it's the ones that are kind of afraid. Yeah. That you grab their attention. Yeah. Because they're more they're morbid interest mm-hmm. more same way with interested. horror films um why are you gonna sit there and watch someone or even not even horror films i, I want to watch the centipede person oh gosh. <laughs> the centipede person oh gosh ah. don't even talk about that <laughs> look because i want to see the centipede person that's <laughs> why i'm watching yeah <laughs> okay but listen i think okay not even a horror film so let's do something like scarface did you yeah. watch Scarface? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, um, a dude gets his head Hello. cut in with Say a chainsaw. To my little yeah. friend. It doesn't show it directly, but it shows a close-up of his eyes with the blood going everywhere. Yeah. Um, that is something that grabs your attention real fast. Instantly. Danger. Right. You're like, they have a chainsaw. They have this guy strapped up in a bathtub. Are they really about to cut this guy open while he's alive? Mm-hmm. Maybe. And then they go for the head, and you're like, no, no, no. Are they about Not to show today, us this? Zero. It's rated R. What are they doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, they didn't show it directly, <gasps> but they basically almost yeah. did. And it grabs your attention to hold you, and then you're also like, what would it be like to be yeah, that killed dude. By, a, <laughs> by a chainsaw to the head? I think it'd be Ooh. pretty quick. I don't think so. I think Me neither. Kind of slow. Yeah. I don't know. A lot slower than you a guys, bullet. Yeah. Have you guys ever used a chainsaw? Uh, yes, yeah. and it does cut quick. It does, but you're also cutting through a skull, which is softer than, which is harder than wood. I don't know. I think I still think it would go pretty quick. Who knows, man? That's the thing. You That's... don't have as many nerve endings on your head. You but... don't have nerve endings in your skull. You don't. No. You have a brain. And once it once that blade touches the brain, you're done. It's it's wait. Not, and not once it touches the brain, what happens? You're done. No, one more time for me. <laughs> yeah, that, okay. 
I don't know, man. But the thing is, that's what it grabs your attention. It gets you to start thinking about that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, I think it's more of a fear than anything because maybe they do have nerve ending. I don't even know. But I think the shock you wouldn't be able to feel it much. Mm-hmm. But still, the thought of that happening is still nerving more than it happening, probably. Yeah. So here's another question that goes a little deeper. How do filmmakers capture your attention to get you to watch their film? The movie trailers. <laughs> what about posters? Or posters. What about yeah. re- what about reputation? Going back to Scarface. Yeah. They were like, This is the this is the first movie that's going to have no limit on cussing. Yeah. It's going to have some of the first nudity in a film. It's going to have When was it made? Um, it wasn't the first nudity, but it was pretty early it was on. Pretty early, yeah. Pretty early. It was in the set. I think it was in the the eighties. Right. When Scarface was the nineties, eighties, the fifties. Um, and you just didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Not even in rated R films too much. Yeah. Um, and it was very violent, and it was just fresh on the scene. So when that kind of reputation gets attached to your film people's curiosity they kill Killed cats the, every time yeah well they i mean cool cats too. they had to mm-hmm. do it back then yeah. i mean nowadays too right cool how, cats does, how does marvel grab your attention with um, a with a superhero movie i think it's the i think right now at this point marvel grabs your attention by the curiosity of what's next in the story big name actors no i don't not, not necessarily not because no. they're pulling out no name actors now. yeah they, they started you know, they with big name Booza. actors. They throw big name act just in there. Well, because it's Marvel, they've yeah. got money to. But, but they, they just started. Throw, but the, it's like, like oh, the, I want to watch. You know, I want to watch Thor Ragnarok because Kate Planchette is in there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Holland. Yes, he had played on movies, but he wasn't like a huge name actor. Right, but they weren't introducing him, and they didn't do it with Black Panther either. They didn't in- introduce them in their own film. They what introduced about the them Olsen in Civil girl? War. What's her name? Uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen? Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, her sister didn't, are didn't introduce her in her own film. But what else has she been in? I don't know. Exactly. Oh, oh, uh, uh, um... But that's when what I'm saying. We don't know but, but all of these was actors. After, it was after Marvel. We don't you know, know all of these actors they're bringing out now. They started big. Yeah, but... They're like Robert Downey Jr. You know something no, I saw it's, today? It's, it's, it's the same. I mean, who plays Ant-Man? A guy Paul that's Rudd. Been a, Paul Rudd. A guy that's yeah. been in a bunch of Seth Rogen movies. Yeah. Paul Rudd. He's been around forever. Paul yeah. Rudd. I didn't know him until I saw a Seth Rogen movie. <laughs> Did you know what? Uh, this is kind of random. Off the... Just random I saw today. Do you know... Um, Emma Watson said she's retiring from filming. Really? Period. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. I don't know her reason. She didn't. I don't know. She's tired. Yeah. She found fame and she's like, I hate it. Well, she's been doing it basically her whole life. Yeah. I mean, how old is she now? Thirty. I mean, I just it's pretty young. Care less. I don't like Emma Watson. I just I was I saw that news and I so I. Looked it up. <laughs> That's how I knew. Emma Watson's very um, uh, social justice yeah. minded, a very uh, save the earth, yeah, global, a climate change kind of advocate. So she that might be her new passion and that might be what she goes towards. 
Also, she's been in Hollywood since she was little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's seen the Maybe scum. Maybe to get out of the game. She's seen, she's seen the fun parts and the worst parts, probably. Probably. And she's probably like, the worst parts are not worth the fun parts. Right. You know what I mean? What were we talking about before <laughs> that little? Uh, we were just talking about big name actors in Marvel. You were talking it, about it's every single movie. Yeah, it's. I mean, you think about. I, I, you can't name one that that they didn't market it with with big name actors. Let me think. Name one. I. You got to say this. The actors were not nearly as big until they were on Marvel, though. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Idris Elba. In in Thor, I guess Idris um, Elba. Uh, who plays Odin? Isn't that? Uh, uh, it's uh, not Anthony, is it? Yeah. Is it Hopkins? Yes, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I you know I guess it Chris is Hemsworth. It, I mean, I, Gar- even Guardians, right? Chris Pratt, not as much, but uh, uh, Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Right. There's a few. Um, you know, I just I don't I don't Vin see Diesel. it. I don't see it as consistent. I don't see it as right? Bradley Cooper. A general rule. Bradley Cooper. Uh, Bradley Cooper's Guardians, face is not even in it. Guardians it's just his voice. Two is but the, the dad is Kurt Russell. Yeah. Right. I hear you. It's it's they they every time every time I see a Marvel movie coming out and they're like, guess who's gonna be in this one? Mm-hmm. Right. It's. Um, <laughs> the Sprouse twins from the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Oh, everybody no. knows Wait, them in Marvel. No, I'm making up. Oh, I'm just. I'm like, who are they going to be know? playing? <laughs> or, or it's oh, it's Brad Pitt is going to be in this one. Oh, Angela, you know, Angelina Jolie is going to be in this one. Let's so see I what Brad Pitt does. I don't, you know, Kit Harrington. I don't care. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, I but but. But Star Wars tried to do a different thing, right? Where they yeah. picked people who were relatively unknown. Yes. Yeah, but right? they also got a lot of big names just thrown in there. I and will they say, threw some big names in there. The Ray actress, she seems like a fun, a fun individual. She seems like she's a good actress. She seems like she's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't necessarily like the Star Wars Star movies. Wars. No, she but, you know she's about to come out with one with Tom Holland. Yeah, I did actually, and I feel like that's going to be good because I did like her acting. <clears throat> but yeah, so I I think that a lot of times, you know, with with the the cash grab movies, mm-hmm. right? Like the Marvel movies, even though I love them, yep. right? I think a lot. What what makes me roll my eyes more than anything is when they cast big name actors. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't want to see so and so as a superhero. It's going to it's going to confirm pretty much their money back though. Yeah, exactly. So I that's a, say, that's though, an attention grabber. On the flip side, you're right. Actors are attention grabbers. I know sure. he's he's been this character for many many years now, mm-hmm. but he went from being Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. He got big from that. Mm-hmm. Then he went and became the Joker. And for some reason, he's fantastic as the Joker. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, what, so, and I, so you're well, saying... I'm saying I, it, the first time I heard Mark Hamill was the Joker, I'm like, I want to see that. Yeah. Because for some reason, that intrigues my attention. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I understand, you know, but yeah. I, it's it's one of those it's one of those things that makes me roll my eyes. 
because I, it's yeah, less yeah, about yeah. it's less about we would like to get this really good actor into this part mm-hmm. right and more like and more like oh you know yeah so and so is going to be a marvel character it's yeah. not it's not an actor is going to play this character it's no brad pitt is <laughs> this character yeah just like robert downing jr was iron man it's annoying but, to me. Uh, I don't. I personally think there's no better Iron Man though. Yeah. Who would have? Who could they have casted better? Um, definitely someone else. No. They could have found someone. No. But or like when they cast Benedict Cumberbatch you know as, as Doctor Strange, I was have like, you really? Yeah. Seen the Nicolas Cage Superman? Yeah. That's fantastic. I would have loved to see that, but for um, the goofs and gaffs, not for yeah. a good film. Uh, but but yeah. So. <laughs> Have you seen that? No, but that sounds. I do want to mention, uh, Josh and I were watching the movie Seven. Okay. Right, Josh. You, you seen? Yeah, you. Me, Josh. You. Oh, okay. Josh and I. I don't yes. know. Just no, I haven't seen it because when I was gonna watch it, Joshua said, "Don't watch it." Watch it. What? 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 Okay. Why did you need to watch that? it? Because you said we'll watch it together. <laughs> oh yeah, probably because we wanted to watch it with you. So there's a scene, and and there's a, a particular scene where. Brad Pitt's character, you know, rolls he rolls his oh, neck yeah. a lot, right? Yeah. Does this, right? He like, you know, putting his hand on the neck, rolling his neck, yeah, right? He's stretching. He's tired. Because he's stressed. He's tired. He's a cop, right? Yes. And they had one the scene where he's he's at his table and, and the camera's directly over him. Yes. And he's like rolling his neck and his face is facing up towards the camera his eyes are closed he's just rolling his neck and i'm mm-hmm. like that's a serial killer shot yeah right I, it's <laughs> and it, it was definitely but psychology it was, like uh, but it was an attention grabber mm-hmm. i was like what am i supposed to be thinking about this character now is he the bad guy <laughs> yeah right yeah so yeah definitely i think uh i think the psychology of of a specific shot. So shot choices. Yeah, and that's um, an composition. That that is a big thing with videography, photography, and stuff like that about mm-hmm. your psychology of what you're trying to do. Right in the composition specifically. Yeah. So, what are some examples, maybe through history, that you've noticed a lot of filmmakers use? Mm-hmm. Who's the short guy? Huh? Who's the short guy? The, I don't know. the guy with the weird nose. Kevin Hart. No, the short guy. Maybe he doesn't have a weird nose. The the general. The short. But he always gets mad at his shortness. I have no idea who you're talking He's on about. he was on uh Night in the Museum too. He was like, Why did you look at me when you said short? Do you Napoleon? Know yes. The general? <laughs> the general. The I, General yes. Napoleon? Yes. <laughs> he didn't get mad that he was short. Who, the short? No, and there I was somebody also, short. Yeah, Napoleon was kind of short, but he wasn't. Napoleon. I think we went off topic here. What? What's your point? I'm curious to hear where you're going with this. <laughs> I, I was going to uh, talk about shortness and... Uh, short people. <laughs> short, like uh, our, I think Lord also, Farquaad. Yeah, the Farquaad, yes. As an attention grabber? As in uh, Wait, psychology with the uh, This height. is very, what do you call it? Dwarfist of him? I don't <laughs> know. It's like you put a, you put a, you put someone that's short. We're not mentioning, we're not mentioning, we're not. No, I we're was not, going somewhere with it and I lost the train of thought. We're not talking about uh, uh, little people. 
I don't know what to refer to. I think he's as. just little people. Little people, is that yeah, correct? I think not that's dwarves? correct. I thought no, you don't. No, really no, cool. no. I thought it was really cool. No, it's not. All right. I I was going to say something, and now I lost my train of thought. So so you're saying it's... Height? It, it grabs attention. So height can grab attention? Is that what you're saying? No comment. No, I mean like <laughs> like comparatively. Like like when you have a, a shot of two people standing next to each other. Well, I was, I was going to say something like... I think this is where I was going with it. If someone is shorter or taller or whatever size they are, and you Fatter. want to emphasize that mm-hmm. in some way... The shot and composition of the okay, yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? I yeah. I was going somewhere and I yes. totally lost it. So you're basically <laughs> saying if you're bringing attention to their shortness, well, you're going to compose your shot to really bring out their shortness by obviously having them stand next to people who are either that are tall, that may be on the north side of I guess. five and a half. Well, how do you bring attention to a tall building? Right? You stand at you, the bottom of it. No, you compare you Batman on top you start of it. at the bottom. Right, and then you go up, and then you go over the building. Right, you've yeah. seen those shots where, yep. like, helicopter shots, where it's like on one side, and then it goes over the building mm-hmm. to really emphasize that it's a tall building. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, a real, it's a pretty tall building. Yeah, um, they had a they had a whole series of things going back to what Joshua said about afraid of heights in that one Mission Impossible film mm-hmm. where he's scaling the side of the building in. Uh, Which one? There's a bunch. The one that is where he's he has to climb number out two, of the building. Number two, number three, number four. I think it's number four. Okay. Um, where he has to climb out of the building. Oh, in, in Dubai. Dubai. Yeah. Dubai, the tallest building oh. in the world. And he is was... trying to get <laughs> up a few flights, but yeah. he can't get there he's except using... for on the outside of the building. Because he's, you know, he's using... Uh, Those little gloves. Gloves. Sticky things. gloves. Yeah. Yeah. That's a quick way to get your attention. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. But yeah, the the com- the composition. Okay, so but so like with the thing you're talking about, a drone shot or a helicopter mm-hmm. shot showing how high the building is. Um, that's interesting to some people. So, do, what do you think about this rule? Because sometimes you can't apply these rules to everything, but everybody's tastes are different everything that grabs their attention is different so if you're dissecting what kind of composition and shots you're going to use as a filmmaker how would you go through the thought process to think of like all right so this scene we're going to have these shots because we know this scene emphasizes a specific thing that's going to grab the attention of these specific people Mm -hmm. so when someone sees that maybe they work in construction they're like holy i'm not doing but i'm not doing that I'm not trying to get the attention of specific people. Specific, I'm trying to get everybody. the attention of everybody. I'm not catering my shots to a specific person. But someone who doesn't, who's not like, doesn't have a lot of experience with, say, cars, and then Tom Cruise rolls up in the newest car that's not coming out for another two years, but people mm-hmm. know about it. Why? How does that grab anyone's attention if they're not interested in cars? They still do it. It's got to be the right shot. But they still do it. Like, I see a car and I don't think, wow, that's grabbing my attention. But it's got to be the right shot. Yeah. Yeah, but if he Tokyo drifts in, spins around, right, rolls up, and you're like, oh, okay. Okay. Right, revs the engine a little bit, right, get your attention, you know? For some people. If he just pulls up, you know. That's the thing. To me, when it comes to movies and being so desensitized, it they they, they accomplish the same I thing. I just in my I mind. don't think I don't think the filmmakers thinking about that. 
I don't think they're thinking this shot is really going to cater to car people. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm not kidding. You don't think that filmmakers think of that, dude? If this not, scene, if not directors, producers scene, think about that for sure. Yo, producers this definitely. This scene, think about seriously, that. those sewage workers, they're gonna appreciate this shot. They're gonna appreciate it. So that's that's that goes Why back you, to my question: To what level do you consider these things? Because we do it for car people. I, got, I don't care what you say. What I I want to they do it for they car do it people. for car people. They definitely do. they I do it for do car it people. On talk about a little bit different, but in the same concept. Do you know back? on TV and they don't do this as much now but they would be like we're eating on this like sitcom they'd be like we're eating this brand of cereal low, <laughs> we're eating low calorie stovetop stuffing <laughs> yeah <laughs> they kind of do the same thing they're trying to grab your attention by giving you an ad it's just product without, placement yeah without um, giving us an ad basically yeah well they do that well, Coca-Cola's been doing that they do forever. that forever they yeah. do that all the time right that's just you know, when, when Tony Stark, you know, drives up, pulls up in the Audi, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's you know, Audi Audi bought that advertisement. Yes. They, the, 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 the companies are wanting to grab your attention, right? But it's different than the filmmakers wanting to grab your attention. So what do you I think guess, the yeah. filmmakers trying to do? Because in my opinion, if I'm a filmmaker, I'm thinking what's getting out of the car. Right. That is what's important to me. Yeah. So what dress is the pretty lady mm-hmm. wearing? Or what suit is the Iron Man wearing? No, because all suits Tony's the same. Tony Stark. No, they don't. No, <laughs> Tony Stark is wearing a nice suit. So Tony Stark is wearing a nice suit. I'm actually going to think more about that gold chain. What is Tony Stark's face doing? Mm-hmm. How's his hair look? How does his facial hair look? Is he wearing what a kind watch? Of glasses what he's kind of wearing? watch? Yeah, glasses are important for Tony Stark. Um, mm-hmm. Tony Stark specifically, glasses, sunglasses. So that's the what. How has he got his beard about. trimmed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying is, in Avatar, when you know they're <laughs> flying through the mountains, <laughs> right? Great transition. I don't Avatar. think uh, I don't think the the guy is thinking. Man, pilots are going to appreciate this one. <laughs> no, definitely not. Not that specifically, but. All those, all those falconers out there—they're really gonna like this. But you don't think that maybe in some of these, some of these maybe. Okay, so you, a filmmaker is making a documentary, mm-hmm. like we just watched. I think it's called um, "Our Planet" or something. Yeah. It's on Netflix. What is oh, it called? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we watched some of it. The only thing I'm thinking about is how much time and money and effort they put into these shots of right. the wild, the wilderness, the wildlife. But you're looking at it from a p- filmmaker perspective. But the thing is, a lot of people don't. So why would they take that much effort to make it look that good? They're because, catering to me. No, they're catering to the people because the people are like, holy crap, I've never seen a group of elephants like this. I've never seen a shot of wolves hunting uh antelope they're not thinking about man that dude's out there in the snow i'm glad i'm glad they caught <laughs> they're not thinking people the average joe right not you hey. but the average joe is watching thinking about how amazing it looks the 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 scenery mm-hmm. they're looking beyond the camera at at what they want to be that's what's what's trying to be shown. You're looking at the incredible effort that they went through to get those shots. But that's what I'm saying, though. For other filmmakers in the industry, 
there is kind of an unspoken thing of being like, I'm a better videographer than you. <laughs> check out my stuff, man. Check, it, check this shot Look out. at what I got in my piece. Right. Try to do that. We spent 15 grand on that shot. We had to hire someone special. We had the best cameras and the equipment. I mean, in the uh, industry, the best equipment in the industry. We had to buy this special gear to be able to get underwater to get a wide but depth of field shot underwater of the blue whale. You know? Right, but the blue whale is what's capturing the people's attention. But that's not necessarily what's capturing the filmmaker's attention. Right, <laughs> but 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 the the I'm just saying if the blue whale's capturing their attention, I like the, the you can throw two <laughs> shots of a blue whale that both look great, but one is actually better, and the average person doesn't know which one's actually better. But but the topic is how is the filmmaker grabbing the audience's attention not how is the filmmaker trying to compare himself to other filmmakers right it's how you know and the way i grab the audience's attention is using the best gear and getting the best shot of that blue whale because people because people aren't analyzing my shot filmmakers are but people are looking at the blue whale Mm -hmm. they want to see it in 4k they want to see well that's the thing people don't people look at 4k and don't even like know like I've heard, I've had so many people look at a 1080 image mm-hmm. and think it's 4K and think it's 4K. It literally has to do with how you shoot it and yeah. how 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 well you color correct it, how well you know your stuff on set to make sure the shot is correct and not out of focus or not something like that. And people look at it and think, oh, that's great 4K footage. People don't know what they're talking. Yeah, about. it was shot in 1080. Okay, you know? so you said color correcting. Yes. What about color correcting? Oh, how, color how, correcting is a big part. Of how that. is how does a how does a filmmaker use color correcting to draw in the audience? I'll tell you this. You okay, I would say color correcting. We don't doesn't have about three more hours. Why <laughs> this podcast? You really Can you think that? of any examples? Um, yes. So I would say one that we're actually doing. I mm-hmm. would say color correcting more often than bringing its than using its own. So I don't think color correcting alone grabs attention. I think mm-hmm. color correcting reinforces other things. So the environment and the setting um, is kind of grabbing your attention. I think the color correction reinforces the environment for those things to work. Yeah. So, um, for example, we came, we talked about this last week. We're doing a short microfilm. Um, it's going to come out in just a couple weeks. But I am color correcting that thing to basically be not black and white, but the, it's not saturated. It's, it's cold, dark. it's silver, <clears throat> it's shadowy, it's mm-hmm. dark. That's reinforcing the composition and the shots and the pacing of the edit to feel more scary. Yeah. If everything looked like bright, like I just color corrected it to be correct for that day, Yeah. it wouldn't be nearly as scary because it doesn't feel as much of a threat because it feels like daylight, it's warmer. Why is a monster trying to kill me? And... <gasps> daylight like that's when people feel safe yeah you know what i mean so i'm changing it well and it reinforces the vibe that we did in other things like i was the composition i was thinking about the example from uh we watched uh the devil wears prada mm, the we other did. night right mm. yeah and uh you you were there you just may have forgotten <laughs> no i remember i remember um, and you know the one shot it, it you know is is her sweater. Well, you right? noticed you noticed the blue sweater. Yeah, I've yeah, always yeah. noticed the blue sweater. Mm-hmm. Right, you're supposed to. You're supposed to see how blue it is, right? Because mm-hmm. they bring it, attention to they it. They bring attention to it. Um, 
which is good. They used color correcting to bring attention to the sweater. All they did was isolate the blues in the image and bring that up. Because if you notice, there was only one other time where like something blue else was in there and that was also heavily saturated. Mm. It was the rest of the movie. The whole movie was all yeah. blue? The, the whole movie, anytime there was something slightly blue, it was bright. I wonder if that was a film uh, editor's or color per, yeah, I feel like prerogative. I feel like they I mean, probably. I feel like either they wanted the tone to be kind of um, businessy, mm-hmm. right, and so, so sort of bring down a little bit of the uh, um, the the darker colors, like the reds, mm-hmm. right, and and make things seem a little bit more hospital. Yeah. kind of kind of vibes what's mm-hmm. the word for that sterile sterile yeah. right because they're you know and, and and also bring attention to like the the clothing right mm-hmm. but or or they were like this this the the this is going to look really good for the sweater scene right <laughs> and then they just didn't fix it well they the I was, thing is cuz I was kind of hoping you, that the sat like the saturation would change as the movie went on yeah Right, as it would it would go from that kind of being a little bit harsh, yes, you know, to to sort of back to a little bit warmer, but they never changed it back. I'm gonna give a quick tip for color correcting. If anyone is out there, mm. specifically film, specifically videos, um, don't oversaturate your stuff ever. If mm-hmm. you want something to look vibrant and bright and alive, let's go to The Hobbit in the Shire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Peter Jackson, The Hobbit movies. Everything else is at a very mild color tone, mm-hmm. except what? The shine. Well, the greens. Specific? The grass. grass. Yeah. The grass. And they isolate the greens, make those very hot. Everything else, his red coat, mm-hmm. his hair color, his skin tones, everything else is very mild. Right. They actually didn't pump the saturation. They actually left everything pretty mild, but they like the turn the greens up mm-hmm. because that gives life, that motivates the Shire. Yeah. That's how you color correct. You don't just bump everything up to right. make it look vibrant. You select the thing that's important mm-hmm. and then vibrate, uh, bring the vibrance up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saturation and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That makes things look cinematic and not cheap. Well, that was a good episode, guys. So you think we sort of established what uh what filmmakers use to to draw in audiences i think we've started the conversation yeah, <laughs> yeah we definitely did get that i don't know it. how much we've answered the question i think we've we're kind of leaving it at the place of there's a lot of things i mm-hmm. feel like we can get more detail to try to answer the question broadly maybe this is a two-parter this might be a two-parter i don't know two-parter. We'll, we'll explore this idea hey let us know um, you can reach out to us in a variety of ways and s- tell us if you liked this topic. If you did, we'll, we can explore it further. Um, I feel like we are just grasping at the cuffs of things, but we actually have to go because we're recording another episode tonight. We can't we can't, can't run miss too it. long on this yeah. one. Talking to a very important guest. So, you want to end us off? Do you want me to I've end been it? talking a lot on this episode, Josh. You need <clears> to end it off. So... Thanks for joining us here on the Midnight Special. If you want to see all our work, we got a website, wiseworksfilms.com. Yeah. Um, Subscribe to our YouTube channel where we have all the main episodes on there. And 
Have a good night. And one more thing. If you have anything broke, I can fix that. That's his new thing. <laughs> Smile, my boy. <laughs>